I uh, remember in one of my interviews, like, being asked, like, are you, are you here to find your Prince Charming? And I was like, uh, sorry, what? <laughs> this is pardon? And I'm like, do people say that anymore? Like, do people, do people say Prince Charming anymore? <laughs> anyway, is that what I'm the like, producer That's what you got yeah, asked on camera? And, and I'm just like, that's such a, like, that's so foreign. That's a, such a foreign language to, to mm-hmm. me mm-hmm. And, and, like, who I am. So I was like, oh, man, I'm, like, was this a mistake? But, but no, I think, like, instantly Dave and I had uh, some connection, like, some type of connection. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I won't spoil it. <laughs> Going into a porn shop isn't awkward, it's empowering. At Adult Temptations, everyone is entitled to a happy, healthy sex life. Visit the store at 211 Black Street in Whitehorse for a selection of adult toys, lubes, lingerie, novelties, and films. You can check out products online at adulttemptations.ca. Adult Temptations, in pursuit of a healthy, intimate lifestyle. All right, bring us in. <laughs> this is Frisky North of 60. I'm Mark Kelly. And I'm Karen McCall. Hi, Karen. This is our 41st episode. It's also our season finale of season three. I can't believe it, actually. It's gone by so quickly. This particular guest I want you to talk about, it's fantastic. I want to, I want to, tell me more about it. Yeah, it's a nice note to end on. Hillary is a reality TV show star. She was on Farming for Love, so we're going to ask her all the burning questions about that experience. Yeah, we'll dig in, quote unquote. <laughs> All right. I was like, I didn't get the fun there, but right. That makes sense. I binge watched it in the last week. So I am full of curiosity and questions about that. I did it by YouTube clip. Right. (laughs) You you got some snippets. I got snippets. Before we get into that though, we have a little announcement. Yeah. We've been nominated and we're hopefully the winners of the Canadian Podcast Awards Outstanding Adult Series Award. And if you're wondering what an adult series is, it's a series that involves something X-rated. So yeah, there's some... There's some sexy episodes out there from our colleagues who are also nominated. There's some spice in the category for sure. It's just nice to be nominated though, really, isn't it? It is. It's a nice nod. So thanks to the Canadian Podcasting Association for that nomination. The winners will be announced in December. So fingers crossed. Yeah. Yeah. Stay tuned. So Farming for Love, it's a reality TV show about five farmers who are matched with prospective daters. And Hillary was one of those prospective daters. And like most reality TV shows, there's some, there's some challenges they have to go through. And of course, the daters get whittled down as the episodes go on. And so we're going to have Hillary tell us all about what it was like to be in this series and also whether or not she found love. Oh, yes. Stay tuned for that. I can't wait. So Hillary's here with us now. Thanks for joining us, Hillary. So Thank glad you for you're having here. Me. Yes. We don't want to do any spoilers right off the bat, but I can't help noticing that I don't think you're married to a farmer right now. I'm Your not. Your fingernails are really clean. <laughs> yeah, they are. They're <laughs> extremely clean. Uh, and yeah, no ring on my finger either. So Okay, well, we'll get to oh, those details. Oh, listen up, road. fellas. <laughs> okay, so we'll get to the show. But first of all, like, can you just tell us a little bit about yourself? I know I, that's a big question, but like, how long have you been in the Yukon? And yeah. Like, well, I can't call myself a Yukoner yet, uh, but I have been here for seven years. So I moved up here from Calgary, actually, but um, I'm an Ontario girl. And yeah, I've been working for the government here, like most people do. But other than that, I don't know. I I love the community. Um, it's what's kept, kept me here. Like a lot of people, it's the outdoors, but for me, it's the community. 
Did you move uh, here for work or did you move here because you did a canoe trip and you never? I moved here for work, actually. Okay. But oddly enough, like even in university, I always had my eyes um, on on the Yukon. So I was like cold calling people to get jobs here back in like my undergrad. And of course, no one could get a job in like 2008. Like (laughs) that was a bad time. Oh, yeah. I remember those days. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I made it eventually. Um, yeah, landed a, a job in Watson Lake, actually. So I spent a year there. Gateway to the Yukon. Yeah, it mm-hmm. is. Yeah, that's where they're probably mm-hmm. going to put the gate in. You have to have the password to get here. Yeah, I figured out the password. Yeah, that's right. You know the code. <laughs> Crap code. So what inspired you to apply to be on a reality dating show? I don't know if I'd call it like an inspiration, but maybe like desperation. <laughs> that's awesome uh, I think you know what I like I actually remember like vividly um the moment where I was I was dog sitting for some friends who had just had a baby and they're on a beautiful trip in Portland and I was sitting and looking at all their baby toys in the living room and petting their dog and I thought what am I doing with my life and then I got this ad pop up on my Facebook and I was like why not what am I like I have nothing else to do I'm gonna film a video, submit it, and I committed right there. Like, I didn't think that I'd actually get accepted to the show, but I made the commitment to myself that if I did, I'd follow through. That's amazing. It really is. That's crazy good. <laughs> Do you think being a Yukoner, like, helped? Because people are like, ooh, like someone from the Yukon. Yeah, of course. I think, like, obviously there's a novelty, like being a Yukoner or living in the Yukon, and it seems so foreign to people. So, yeah, I think that gave me an edge. I don't think I was that funny in my audition tape. So, <laughs> was that part of the? Was that part of it? They said to you, you know, show us who you are, but also make us laugh. I don't think they're expecting anyone to make you laugh. I mean, it's like reality TV, they want characters, right? That's that's for sure. But I think it was just enough to be from the Yukon. Uh, you must be a character <laughs> to have lived up there. Colorful, yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah, 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 like who would do that? Right? What did you do wrong? How'd you get up there? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like Siberia (laughs) and obviously you must have been like open to looking for love and that sort of thing and single yeah of course yeah definitely single definitely open I like to be honest I don't actually watch reality tv I'm not that interested in it so I, I surprised myself in like actually you know wanting to do this or look for love in this way but yeah I had an open mind and and that's all it took I guess. Okay so this is the part that I get confused with so reality tv is it's air quotes reality right I had a friend who was the showrunner for Ice Road Truckers and he's like it's not really that real but there's in other words it's real people and you're in real situations and stuff but is it real? like is it really about finding a mate like is it really that well, I think, um, yeah, well, it's happened for this show. They've had many seasons across, like, the globe, right? They're in, I think, like, 30 countries or something like that, the, the rights to the show. So um, it's definitely happened for people, and, and there have been, well, there was at least one successful relationship that I know of that's still successful uh, from the show. And, and, yeah, of course, it's like a bit orchestrated like you know like you're not planning your own dates like you would in the real life but the connections I think can still be real and and yeah you are still people and you're getting to know each other as just individuals so let's talk about Farmer Dave that's who you were matched with did you know anything about Farmer Dave like when you actually arrived like on day one for starting things 
Uh, no, like just what was online, I guess. Um, I was like, okay, well, this this guy, he's, he's handsome, uh, age appropriate, South African, love the accent. Uh, should probably apply for him. Okay. <laughs> oh, so you like? Oh, so you, you got to pick which farmer yeah. to be matched with? Mm-hmm. Yeah, gotcha. exactly. So yeah, I, I guess the other men were a bit younger and maybe in like a different place in their in their lives um, than Dave for sure. And I mean, I imagine myself as like a young twenty something. I'm like, uh uh-uh. oh, <laughs> right? Because you're 31 or maybe 32 now. 32. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah, and how old's so. Dave? Oh, around the same like age? 35. Okay. Like yeah. Okay. So <laughs> I introduced a little bit like the premise of the show, but tell us how it worked in terms of, so there's seven of or so of you and you go to Dave's farm, right? Like how did that work? Where's the farm for starters? Okay. So he had two farms, one in um, Comox and then another in Kelowna. So we had like a speed dating kind of setup in just outside of Vancouver where all the farmers were and all the daters were. And we each had a chance to like go on a speed date with Dave. And then he chose like five out of seven um, daters to bring back to his farm. And, and we went back to his his place in Comox <laughs> first. Yeah. It's really fun. It's like, you want to go? Like, it's like you're on a date and then you're like, want to go back to my farm? <laughs> like, yeah, like, literally. <laughs> it's like literally like back to my place, but actually we yeah. have cows or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, Dave's place was interesting in that like it was like literally like he, he had a room in a barn <laughs> at what? this farm what? What? yeah he, i mean he lived elsewhere i think <laughs> but but yeah it was like that's not where we stayed obviously but i was like oh, okay this is your this is your setup okay but I'm a, I, it, maybe it's not so obvious like <laughs> where where do you stay like what is the um there was um <clears throat> i guess like maybe this isn't obvious with a show but they're there was like a rental house kind of on the property too. Honestly, he has like the best kind of farm set up just in like the Comox Valley. It's like right in town. It's so beautiful. Just overlooking that valley from this like little house on, on the hill. And uh, yeah, so it was, it was stunning. But, but yeah, he didn't exactly have a house. <laughs> he was roughing it. Okay. <laughs> There was her mattress, or was he on straw? Honestly, there, there is this like, <laughs> there was this uh, one scene. It didn't, it didn't make it, but well, they weren't quite filming yet. But we were in the attic of his. I don't know if you call it an attic in a barn, but like the hayloft, the hayloft, yeah. right? And so there's hay and there's onions drying and garlic and whatever. And then there was this old dusty mattress there, and I'm like, Dave, is this where you sleep? Is, is this your like. <laughs> And yeah. then, like, the producers are like, get the camera. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so that's romantic. not where he slept. Not where he slept. No. <laughs> there was a kitchen. There was a bedroom. It was it was, it was was all right. It was, it was fine. He made it work. <laughs> In episode one, like, after your his speed dates with all seven of you, he gets to pick one person to bring back to his farm 24 hours ahead of all the other daters. And he picked you. How mm-hmm. How did you react? Like, what were you, what was going through your head when that happened? Well, I guess I like I was surprised, I'd say. But I do think even during our speed date, like Dave and I connected like on a human level right away. Mm-hmm. And so while I was surprised, like also part of me kind of wasn't. I think we had like some moments again, like they, they edit things like there's only so much airtime they have. So the audience unfortunately doesn't get to see like all of these like really connecting moments. But I'd say we had one. And I was, so I was kind of like, all right, this makes sense. Mm-hmm. 
I'm partially interested in the seriousness of it because because it really is like a piece of like this could could be my life right this mm-hmm. could be my partner but then there's also just a little bit maybe a lot bit it's a bit ridiculous right like it, oh. it, it's it, it, <laughs> am I am I being <laughs> no being harsh I, right I mean no I think that's fair I uh, remember in one of my interviews like being asked like are you are you here to find your prince charming and I was like. Uh, sorry what (laughs) this is pardon i'm like do people say that anymore like do people do people say prince charming anymore (laughs) is that what the producer that's what you got asked on camera and and i'm just like that's such a like that's so foreign that's such a foreign language to to me Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and like who i am so i was like oh man i'm like was this a mistake but but no i think like instantly dave and i had uh some connection, like some type of connection, mm-hmm. uh, but I won't spoil it. Yet. <laughs> well, I um, I kind of my impression in the first few episodes was that even though you guys had this connection and things were clearly going well, that you you almost didn't get as much airtime as some of the other women. I think because you were more like kind and like real, almost like maybe again, maybe that's just uh, what saying you're that saying subjectively. is boring. <laughs> well, no, I mean, but you know what <laughs> is good TV is like <laughs> cattiness and like. Yeah competitiveness and if you're kind of just like authentically like yeah he's a nice guy and I'm having a good time you know then it's yeah maybe it doesn't make for the best tv but it's like makes you like more authentic you were the Yukoner in the room right? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah like less <laughs> like less really. makeup like a bit more natural maybe That's... we just found exactly how we know you're actually a Yukoner there we go <laughs> yeah, you I don't do prince charming and you don't you don't you aren't catty with with like dating and you're like yeah man let's just go for a bike ride yeah <laughs> well and speaking of like the sort of like comical side of it is right there's so there's five women living in a house together and like you're doing some things as a group and then you're also doing some one-on-one dates so like dave's like he gets to pick his next date but it's kind of weird right because dave not so much but some of the younger farmers like later on they're like making out with like every girl right and it's just like oh my god this is getting like kind of crazy and then anyway but i feel like you know dave was more mature and he was quite um respectful but anyway like he did end up there was another time he got to pick his next one-on-one date and he picked Hillary again, and he hadn't been on one-on-one dates with other with a few of the other women yet, right? So I remember you asked him in the car. You're like, "Did you think that that was actually a good idea to ask me on another date?" <laughs> yeah. Did you kind of secretly like want him to go on another date with the other women just for like harmony of the household? Um, that was maybe part of it. And and you're right. I think like Dave was very respectful the whole time to everyone, but he was also he's kind of a determined guy too, like he kind of knew what he wanted, I think. And so, yeah, he, he picked me and then he picked me again. And, and so the harmony in the household was like one factor, but I was also like, I, I don't want you to have like expectations of, of me that like I can't meet or, or like, I want you to get to know other people too, because like, you can't just like have tunnel vision right away. You know, that's not, it's not really the point of the show either. It's kind of like, to get to know people and we get to know each other. And um, so I wanted him to like explore that a little bit and um, maybe in a way that would provide me with some certainty that he wasn't just like tunnel vision for like no particular reason, but he was actually like, no, I have tunnel vision for you because I think you're special. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah. And I mean, like some of the other women were like, I'm here. I'm not here to make friends. Like I'm here to find a life partner. Those weren't some of the women that were necessarily in the same farmer category as you. But yeah, like 
there are some people who are like, this is why I'm here. Whereas it seems like you were more pragmatic, like maybe like here for the experience. And yeah, I didn't have, again, like I didn't have any expectations myself. Um, I was open-minded. But yeah, I think just being at this place in my life, like I have a lot going for me here and it's kind of, you know, like you, you weigh it out. You like do the analysis, you know, you're like, okay, well, what would it mean to like move to BC and like have this lifestyle? What would I be giving up? And things like that. that, Did you ever critique that idea that you would have, because I know the show was like, you're going to go to the farm. That's sort of like the, you know, but, but what would, did it ever cross your mind that he would have to come here? Uh, yes, but also like, no, (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I think like from South Africa to BC is like enough of a change for him. I don't, I I kind of understood that like the Yukon probably isn't a a place for Dave. And, you know, I, I am also open to like BC's beautiful. The island's wonderful. Like he has a great thing going for sure. But, um, but yeah, and and it was kind of interesting because like, a bit of it is like you're joining the farm and like that's going to become your lifestyle. But he wasn't really like that. He's like, oh, I'm supportive of like my partner and whatever they want to do for like their own career or as an individual. And, and like that, like I admired that about him for sure. What were some of the activities that you guys did as a group? Like there were some shots of you guys like chasing sheep around and like you had to like work on the farm, right? <laughs> yeah we, we did <laughs> <laughs> well there's a story here well i the the like sheep chasing part is just so funny because uh dave was having like quite a hard time because like you, you think you have them and then one gets out and they all chase it and, and whatever and and so he's like okay i'm gonna change my method here so we went to go get a side by side and and then me, me and one of the other daters were just like we're we got this we're gonna do it and so basically we did it <laughs> without him. I like it only took Dave like having to leave for us to for be successful to at this. You were corralling them. Is that what you were trying to do? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Get them in a trailer, but uh, but yeah, it was, so it was kind of funny because we were like, no, it's it's fine. We got it covered. <laughs> did you during the course of all these activities? Because you spent a lot of time with the women too. Did you form bonds with your like so-called competitors? Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, yeah, we did spend a lot of time together and, uh, yeah, those relationships have lasted. Like we still keep in touch now and it's really nice and it's nice to know like what everyone is, you know, um, like what this opportunity or experience kind of, uh, prompted for everyone in, in their lives now. And some people have kind of like moved out to BC cause they loved it so much mm. and other people have found love in different ways <laughs> the old-fashioned way on tinder <laughs> yeah and <laughs> um, yeah like women the women came from for with dave anyways came from all over canada and i don't think any of them had like farming experience right like everybody was kind of yeah that's right yeah, yeah. no farming experience hey mark what's your longest relationship well that's awfully personal karen I ask because mine is with Uconstruct. I've been working at a co-space for years. I love the work vibe, meeting rooms, and professional connections. Yeah, right. That's what brought us together. It's really cool on the make space side, too. There are wooden metal shops, electronics lab, a sewing loft, and the podcast studio where we record Frisky. Go to Uconstruct.com to learn more. It's one relationship we know you won't regret. How much time did you get to spend off camera with with the, the people? So you had the people you were in the household with and then there's the farmers do you do ever how many how much time off camera do you get to spend um well with the girls like all the time yeah we're together all the time um but with the farmer with dave it was really only when we're when we're filming so 
They wanted to catch every Did you ever moment. sneak out over to his place? <laughs> oh, uh, <laughs> I, I did not. <laughs> oh, I, now this is where I wish this was a video podcast. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, did he sneak out over to your place? Uh, some things I can't tell. <laughs> oh, no. Damn. Right, because, you know, so there was 10 episodes of this series, but, like, you were on the farm for how long? Like, it was, like, weeks, right? Yeah, yeah, I think, uh, well, in, yeah, so we split our time between Comox and and Kelowna, but, yeah, I think it was, like, five or six weeks. Wow, and, like, how often are you actually having these dates and events? I mean, they're they're a a bit sparse, I'd say, but he's also, like actually still having to (laughs) run his farm at the same time so it was kind of like also because of that you know he had to accommodate like his schedule because he couldn't just like quit his job for for five weeks right and because there was a time where i think there was a was there a barn dance or there was some event that you guys couldn't go to because dave had an issue on the farm that he had to attend to so like i was like okay that's like that's kind of real. Yeah, the real stuff gets in the way. You didn't get so. to go to the barn dance? <laughs> I know. I'm uh, I'm upset. <laughs> Maybe that wasn't the barn dance. It was, But it was some like yeah, wine was tasting. A... It was some gala thing and pretty yeah. dresses. I don't know. Yeah. By the way, did they, did you have a wardrobe budget? Did they help no. with that? No. Okay. <laughs> no, yeah, we were on our own. Oh, good work. Okay. <laughs> Thanks. That would be, that would be stressful. Yeah, but Coming were... from like Yukon formal to like. Oh, actually man. like wearing nice things i found out when i was traveling in victoria that i was going to be on the show and i was like i need to go shopping right yeah, now, right now. <laughs> let's get into some of the later season stuff so if you're listening to this and you haven't seen farming for love yet you might want to skip ahead because we're probably going to have some spoilers Yeah, pause and go watch and then come back come back uh okay so later on um there was a bit of a curveball where like they randomly brought in another woman like after you know i think there was three of you left and then they bring in this like random dater and there was some serious tension in the house and that was the first time actually on camera that like you actually seemed a bit upset by this too can you tell us about that right uh yeah ursula came back to the farm Oh, I know. Sweet, sweet Ursula. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I think it's funny. Um, I like I do remember that clip and and how it aired. But what I think the audience doesn't quite get is like I'm I'm making eyes at Dave, not Ursula. Right. Because you're holding a knife, actually. (laughs) I I noticed that you're holding this big knife. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not threatening sweet, sweet Ursula. I would never do that. (laughs) Dave's letting letting him know who's boss in this moment. Yeah. No. I mean, again, like I, uh, yeah, I was surprised by it. I was, I was quite surprised, but in the end, I, I, I was still fairly like confident, so I was just kind of trying to have some fun with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because some of the other women were not okay with it, and that actually one of the women ended up packing her bags after that because she was she hadn't had a one on one date yet, I think, with Dave, and she was just like, "Oh no, she had," but he said that was a friends vibe, and yeah. Anyway, yeah. It, there was some awkwardness. Friends vibe. I think yeah. it it yeah it, it took things to maybe like the the boiling point for for some people. We were all being well patient I, I mean maybe I didn't have to be as patient but uh, uh, I think the the patience uh, had worn out a little bit so um, yeah some decisions were made and of course like the daters could leave whenever they wanted to you're not held hostage was there any moment when you were just like you know I don't know if I'm feeling this I might just get out of here yeah actually yeah I, I was kind of like I like probably Dave and I can just like meet up when the yeah. whole season's just, over <laughs> just, like leave me your number and go yeah home. i'm like uh, yeah I'm, you know i'm 
I gotta get back. There's no to prize stuff. money, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. there's no, like, it's no. not like you're gonna, they're not buying no. you. The you're farm. not getting a brand new car. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, like, yeah, we could really just like accelerate this, and <laughs> and you know, just like text me when when you're done. When you're done, yeah. <laughs> but but no, I uh, that would have been a cop out. I was I was there to see it through. Right, mm-hmm. you'd promised yourself that right at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Right, I'm gonna win right to the end. Yeah. <laughs> win, yeah, yeah. That's right. Well, so let's get to we'll get to like the cliffhanger in a moment. But I mean, presumably you've watched the series now, right? On TV, mm-hmm. were you like pretty happy with the way you were portrayed and the way the story was told and all that? Did you feel like it was pretty accurate? I think so. Um, yeah, of course. Like the airtime is split between like five farms, so it's it's hard to kind of uh, get like the like a deeper sense of like what's going on. So. But that's just kind of the, the structure of the show. But but yeah, for sure. I think everyone was like portrayed very well. And so I'm happy about that. You know, like they I'm sure they had some opportunities that they could have, you know, spun things differently. But but they decided to go with the truth, which is which is nice. Was there anything that you cringed at? Oh, like every time I spoke. <laughs> <laughs> I think everybody would cringe when yeah, they're watching it's, themselves. It's hard to watch yourself. Yeah. yeah. No, I had to like pull my sweater up over my eyes and like cover my ears. And, and it, it's tough. But I think that's everyone's reaction to seeing themselves on TV and, and listening to your own voice. <laughs> yeah. that's We don't sound like ourselves inside our heads, right? Yeah. I also find just watching reality TV makes me anxious because I just like it's just cringy kind of in general with like sometimes what people are saying. And you're like, oh, God, this is so awkward. Like. So, like, the day the farmers had to, like, you know, there's a group, there's, like, three women there, and they have to be like, sorry, Ashley, you're going home. Or, like, hey, Jennifer, can we have a talk? And then they go aside, and they're like, yeah, so, sorry, I'm going to send you home now. And, like, you know, I feel like if I was a dater and I got sent home, even if I wasn't interested in the farmer, like, being rejected on TV, I would cry, too. (laughs) Of course. Yeah. Like, I feel like any amount of rejection is hard. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard not to s- just think of this like a game show, though. I mean, it isn't. It isn't. I think, like, we're, st- you know, we're still real people. Yeah, the prize is show. human. But, yeah. uh, but like, it, it has the producing of it feels very game showy. Like, like Survivor, sure. we're, we're going to vote you off the island and watch your reaction feels pretty cold. Yeah. And, and I agree with part of that. I think, like, it'd be interesting to see... I don't know, like a, a show actually take things like beyond the superficial or like that kind of like structure. Like there's kind of a, a like a a template for reality TV shows now. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's like, OK, well, why don't we push the boundaries on that a little bit? Because there was a lot going on on the show that people probably didn't get a chance to see. And I, and I wish they did, you know, just like that. Like what were those relationships being formed, whether it was between the d- daters or, you know, what was what were those kind of like deeper thoughts or conversations being had with with the farmers too you know it's but it's hard yeah it's there's only so much see um, time yeah. yeah it's hard to capture that authenticity right that human interaction authenticity yeah and in terms of the game show element so like towards the end of the series when the farmer just had a couple daters left he or she met either the daters family or friends so like they're like evaluating the family slash the family's evaluating them when they haven't even chosen their person yet. And I was just like, oh, my God, this is stressful. Cringe, but yeah. <laughs> Hillary at that point, Dave, Farmer Dave had sent the other women home like early. This didn't happen on the other farms. And uh, he wanted to spend time with Hillary. So he only ended up meeting your friends. <laughs> yeah. So that was fun. Like I saw like somebody I know. I was like, oh, so you, they flew a couple people down to mm-hmm. Kelowna to meet Dave. <laughs> 
Yeah. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. And I mean, I value my friend's opinion so much, you know, and, and sometimes like, especially with love, you know, <laughs> you can have the blinders on. You're like, am I seeing things properly? Like, can you help me? Like, so I don't mind having like a, a second or a third person to evaluate things on my behalf and, and uh, yeah, kind of talk to you about, about that. So mm-hmm. it was a lot of fun. Yeah. And helpful. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think it's easy, like, for everyone to, like, go on reality TV and get, like, a little bit caught up in it. So, like, it's hard to be objective in that setting, I think. So I think, Mm -hmm. you know, it was like, oh, my God, he's perfect. I'm like... (laughs) okay like <laughs> <laughs> that was your friend's reaction oh well God. like one of them the other one's like eh, he seems you know like you you seem like you're just the same you're fine <laughs> yeah, yeah you'll do <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like i don't know like yeah you're like happy or whatever i don't know <laughs> i wrote down one of your uh one of your interview quotes because you said something like i think there's a strong probability that dave and i are like Dave and I like each other. It was something that sounded so like careful and so kind of measured compared to, I don't know, like the people who are like really emotive and whatnot. But yeah, you're very pragmatic. Yeah, I'd say I am pragmatic and like probably to a detriment, like for my dating life, (laughs) if I'm being frank. And, you know, I feel like in that scenario, I think it paid off for me. You know, like being in kind of this environment that's like so, I don't know, just like contrived. Yeah. And like, like it's pretty like out of touch with, you know, what, what you're used to when you're dating. And, and so I think that was an advantage now in actual real life. Maybe I should be a little less pragmatic. (laughs) Okay. Well, tell us where on the show, where you and Dave left things. Uh, so yeah, we committed to seeing where things could go for us. Um, so it didn't end in like a proposal. Like that wasn't, you know, the point of the show. Okay. It's not 90 day fiance. Did you get a tractor? <laughs> I did not get a tractor. <laughs> yeah. So we were, we just like remained open to seeing each other and, and, and we did. Dave did say he would look at farms in the Yukon, which I was like, tee hee, because you know what he's getting into. I know, I'm like... It's a short growing season. <laughs> I'm like, oh. <laughs> yeah, I think, uh, I think Dave was quite smitten. I think he was too, yeah. And I was like, oh, is Dave going to get hurt? And I resisted Googling yet about what happened after, because I'm sure it's somewhere on the web. So we're going to have you tell us. But first of all, there was only, I think, one scene of you guys kissing. What is that like kissing on TV? Because I imagine that must be kind of a bit nerve wracking. Oh, man. Yeah. Like very early on, I told Dave, I'm like, I, I, I can't kiss on television. Like, I just I just can't do it. But then, like, he did send everyone home, and, and I was like, <laughs> yeah. oh, well, whatever. I'm, let's go for it. Wait, uh, so there was a camera person in the room, or were they, like, is it surveillance? No, they're there. They're there. there. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, of course, like, I don't know. That's uh, very revealing. And, like, oddly enough, I'm kind of private. (laughs) (laughs) Says the person who just did this on TV. I know. I know. It's so strange. But um, so, yeah, there was definitely a lot of hesitation. And eventually, though, I just let go and Mm -hmm. embraced it. Yeah, no point intended. (laughs) 
Okay, so I guess the big question. Yeah. So, okay, first of all, you filmed that last summer, right? Like summer 2020, too? Sorry? Yeah, fall, I guess like September, October last okay. year. And obviously, like it was sunny every day. I mean, it's beautiful. <laughs> in the film, there was not a speck of rain. It was so nice. <laughs> yeah, it's great. So, what has happened in, I guess, the years since then? Yeah. Um, well, Dave and I didn't last too long, um, sadly. Uh, I think, you know, it just came down to like our lifestyles were a bit too different. And I felt like we actually had a genuine connection. That's that's real. Um, but was it like super romantic? I'm not sure. And also like we kind of like I, he's a pragmatic guy, too, in, in a way. And like both of us signed up to the show and but we're both like. I don't know. Like we don't have these fantasies about like marriage and children. Like neither of us were are like that type of person really at that time and and so he's kind of understood. He's like, "Yeah, yeah, I get it." You know, mm-hmm. like you have like an amazing thing going on for you and and your life and I see why you don't want to give that up to come mm-hmm. into mine and I I wouldn't want you to make that sacrifice unless you really wanted to. So when you signed up for the show, they weren't like, you must be willing to move to this farm if you fall in love. Like, that wasn't sort <laughs> You're of like... contractually <laughs> obligated. <laughs> Not contractually, but was that sort of like... We're doing a sort follow-up of that, show in that two undertone? years. Yeah. yeah, I mean, of course I'm open to that. I guess we just didn't have, like, quite the connection to support that decision mm-hmm. for me. You know, it kind of mm-hmm. came down to that. Like, like I would have. Um, but, but yeah, it's, it just wasn't quite there. Did he end up coming up to the Yukon at all? He did, yeah, which was very sweet and generous of him. And, I mean, he loved it up here, and, and it kind of helped him understand, like, why it would be hard for me to leave, too. And yeah. and if I'm going to do it, it, it needs to be for the for the right reasons. So, yeah. Did you take him on a tour of agriculture properties? <laughs> you on the I Tikini did not. River Road or something like that? He came up, like, I think it was, like, pretty close to winter, so I just kind of showed him the town and, and I think, yeah, he's like, oh, this is so nice to like walk in and you know everyone and everyone's so welcoming. And so, yeah, he got it. And Dave, we should mention like um, Hillary had mentioned that this Farming for Love show has happened like all over the world. But like he actually has a farmer friend, I think in maybe South Africa, who actually did meet. Yeah. A oh. partner. Yeah. So got, he so he went in there. I think they have yeah. kids. Yeah. Yeah. So he went in knowing that, hey, like this is a possibility. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think I think we had the same kind of mentality. Like, he didn't have – he managed his expectations, but he kept an open mind. But, yeah, again, I think, like, he's, he's like, a pretty measured person, too. So he uh, – yeah, he, he was just – I think he was happy to, like, meet someone and actually just have, like, a human connection. I think that almost, like, just that blew his expectations mm. on a reality yeah. TV, you know? So. And he said some very lovely things about you. He said you were, like, the smartest, kindest woman he'd met in a long time. And yeah. Anyways, he seemed very authentic. He's yeah, very sweet. I'm wondering if this experience has changed your dating perspective in any way. Oh, boy. Yeah, you know what? Like, coming off of the show, I feel like I was quite shook. I think it... Uh, really made me reevaluate what I want. Um, or I guess kind of like reflecting on it. It's like, okay, I was handed this like fairy tale like ending. And 
I said kind of, I kind of declined it in the end. Right. And so, yeah, really like I question like a lot, like, is this like conventional path? Like really not for me. Like since I was like, I was handed it on a silver platter. Essentially I could have had like the storybook kind of like ending and like what a story to tell your grandchildren. (laughs) Um, So I spent like, a period of time like really questioning like okay well what what does a relationship look like for me what do I want and yeah that was yeah it, it made me question a lot mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and where are you dating right now are you single I'm single I feel like I'm always dating <laughs> always dating somewhat yeah <laughs> always enough. on the spectrum of dating <laughs> uh yeah I think yeah I've dated I've had a couple of relationships since the show and and one that definitely like went like deviated quite a bit from like convention because I think I kind of I was like okay I must I must want Mm -hmm. something completely different so why not give it a try and that that didn't end up end up working out um can you tell us how it deviated yeah um just like more like exploring like open relationships and um I mean he was like he was a bit older so it was like you know there wasn't talk of like starting a family he already had a family he already done that kind of thing it was like more of like two individuals like making a like I don't know a a partnership that whatever you want I, I don't know it was it was different than I think like the uh the typical path but yeah that didn't work out (laughs) and and now like I don't like I kind of picture it as like okay well maybe like the pendulum swung so far one side for me and and now it's kind of normalizing again and like maybe now I'm feeling a bit back to like myself and and what I do want which might be like a little bit closer to convention but not quite (laughs) Thank you so much for coming in to talk to yeah. us. It's been super fun. Great. Thanks yeah, for having thanks. me. I learned a lot there. Yeah. yeah. You got to watch the show. I will tune in. I need another I will be on the YouTube clips that I uh, binge watched. Farming for love. Farming for love. Well, that was a real fun interview. It sure was. I, I, was, I just found myself staring at her <laughs> going, am I... Am I really hearing this? Like I was, I was a bit gobsmacked with the sort of, the with the story. Mm. It 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 kind of blows my mind that 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 she chose this to go like instead of a dating app or instead of like a friend party, friends party or like it's just such a cool thing. That's such a such a brave and uh, fun way to see if you can meet somebody. Yeah, I mean, and she got a push ad, and I was, you know what? It's funny because I was like, maybe I would go on a reality dating show. Yours would need to be like a um, scaling from a mountain. Or... Well, I was gonna say it'd have to be like outdoorsy singles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, outdoorsy singles <laughs> sounds like one of those call-in dating shows from the eighties. Well, it's better than like the like forty and still single. <laughs> Why? I looked. At, so I did. I did a little Google because I was like, what shows are looking for contestants? And I found one that was like, yeah older women matched with younger men and it was like based in like the tropics and all the women were wearing bikinis and I was like ooh I don't think that's the vibe I'd be going for oh but it does sound like fun (laughs) you could be like the person who goes there with irony right yeah Mm -hmm. except that also you had to be an American citizen so anyways I'll keep my eyes open (laughs) (laughs) well I'll listen we'll keep it open for you (laughs) 
We also, before we go, want to uh, let you know, congratulations, Paul Hensrich, who has won our Eclipse Nordic Hot Springs tickets Yay, for this episode. Paul. Perfect Yay, timing. Paul. It's snowing right now. It's a good time to go to the Hot Springs. So thank you for liking and listening to Frisky. Yes. And we will put another contest up on our Facebook page. Contest yet to be determined, but we'll let you know how you can win our last two tickets of the two season. Two tickets less left. Yep, that's right. And this is our season finale, but we have 40 previous episodes one can listen to if you haven't mm-hmm. listened already. Mm-hmm. So that should tide you through. Winters are long and dark. You know? Yeah, yeah turn on a podcast. Turn on a podcast. And yeah. Do what you got to do. That's right. Do what you got to do. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I've got so many things I could just say right now. <laughs> <laughs> might get the censorship board after us well thank you so much for listening to this episode and our season and stay frisky stay frisky everybody you can't give your dates a rating but you can rate us so go ahead give us a review wherever you get your podcasts unless it's below four stars then don't bother this episode was recorded in and around Whitehorse Yukon sometimes we use a podcast studio at Yukonstruct and sometimes we take frisky on the road Our music is by Anthony Vega, Sexy Time. Oh, we like fan mail. So send us some. Get in touch through Facebook, the Twitter, or email us at friskynorthof60 at gmail.com. That's friskynorthof6060 at gmail.com. Stay frisky. Stay frisky, everybody.